0: And now behold, those murderers and plunderers were a band who had been formed by Kishkumen and Gadiatan, and they were called Gadiatan's robbers and murderers. Helaman chapter 6, verse 18. Hello listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, what is the difference between robbers and thieves in the Book of Mormon? Although most readers probably haven't thought much about this detail, the Book of Mormon consistently discusses thieves and theft in a different way than it speaks of robbers and robbery. Throughout the Nephite record, robbers are typically organized bands who separate themselves from society, oppose the government, and largely subsist by plundering their enemies. Thieves, on the other hand, seem to be community members who are guilty of stealing from fellow citizens. In simple terms, robbers were organized groups of outsiders whereas thieves were community insiders who acted alone. Illustrating this distinction, John W. Welch and Kelly Ward have explained that the Lamanites were always said to rob from the Nephites, but never from their own brethren. That would be theft, not robbery. It also explains the rise and fearful menace of the Gadiatan society, who are always called robbers in the Book of Mormon, never thieves. Although these differences may not seem important to modern readers, it was crucial throughout much of the ancient world. Drawing upon the research of Bernard S. Jackson, Welch and Ward noted how robbers usually acted in organized groups, rivaling local governments and attacking towns, and how they swore oaths and extorted ransom, a menace worse than outright war. Thieves, however, were a much less serious threat to society. We know that this distinction was important in the Bible because, just as in the Book of Mormon, its authors consistently referred to thieves and robbers by different names. Again, drawing upon Jackson's analysis, Welch explained In Hebrew, the terms gazal, to rob, and gazlan, robber, normally meant taking property openly and blatantly, while the words ganab, to steal, and ganab, or thief, Usually connotes stealing in secret. Similarly, the Greek term kleptes is used to describe a stealthy person who, without violence, deprives another person of his property. Whereas, by contrast, in the Old Testament and Apocrypha, a liestes is always a brigand, a marauder, a member of a gang whose activities takes place out of doors. He belongs to a troop that attacks caravans or settlements with weapons and robs them of their goods. It seems highly improbable that Joseph Smith, relying on his own American cultural background and knowledge, would have been aware that a distinction existed anciently between robbers and thieves. Although this distinction is consistent in the underlying texts of the Old and New Testaments, Welch has demonstrated that even the well-educated King James translators use the words theft and robbery interchangeably. For instance, the same phrase is translated inconsistently as den of robbers and den of thieves in Jeremiah chapter 7 and Matthew chapter 21. The same word, the sty, is translated sometimes as thieves, other times as robber. If expert biblical scholars trained in ancient languages were ignorant of this important nuance, what chance would the uneducated Joseph Smith have of noticing it? Understanding the difference between thieves and robbers can also help us better grasp the significance of some events in Book of Mormon stories. For instance, readers may wonder why some individuals, like Zemnariha, were executed without any trial or ordinarily due legal process. Welch has noted this treatment can be explained by Zemnariha's status as a robber. Robbers in the ancient world were more than common thieves. They were outsiders and enemies to society itself. As such, the ancients reasoned they were outlaws, outside the law, and not entitled to legal process. Thus, although it is a seemingly small detail, the Book of Mormon's distinction between thieves and robbers has significant implications. Its presence offers good evidence of the Book of Mormon's antiquity, as well as the attention paid by Nephite record keepers to technical legal terminology. It can also help readers better understand the drastic social and legal implications of the robbers, who terrorized the Nephite civilization. More than mere thieves, these organized, oath-bound criminals were intent on overthrowing the Nephite government and subjecting the people to their rule. As such, they were always treated as a serious military threat and swiftly punished as traitors or brigands. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.